time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart, that's got passion for God, they're leading intercession on their schools, they're set apart, consecrated under God, and they've got a vision and a mission for their life. We are going to start a series here called Sing, and, and here's the idea. Uh, a lot of times uh, we come in and we sing songs and our mind is somewhere else, even though our lips are proclaiming something. And really, if you want to know what's in the heart of a generation, you listen to their music. And so you can go back and look at our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, and what was happening in the culture often is reflected in the music. And so what, what is going on among us is reflected in the music, and we want these realities to be true in us. We don't want to sing false things. We want it to be really real. And so it's really easy for us to sing, I'm amazed how you love me, but we want to encounter that. And so I'm going to, t- I'm going to take the next few weeks and talk about um, different songs that we sing and talk, kind of unpack what it means so that when we sing it, it's alive in our heart, that we know it, we believe it, and we're in it with all that we have. All right? So I want to read the lyrics, just, just, this, uh, just, just a couple phrases from this song, Amazed. I don't know if you know this, but Jared wrote this uh, some years ago, and it's gone all over the world. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Jared's grown up at this church. Um, he went off to college and then came back, and so he spent four years away to go to college, came back on staff, and after he was here, wrote this song, released it, and um, it's, just, it's gone all over the world. In fact, it's actually in the Baptist hymnal. Uh, it's, it's big time. So it's a, it's a, it's a big song, and, it's, and, I, and I, love, I love this song. I love the core idea of what it says. And so I want to read this. It says, you dance over me while I am unaware. You sing all around, but I never hear the sound. Lord, I'm amazed by you, uh, how you love me. All right? I'm amazed by you. Will you lift your hands with me, and let's pray together. Father, we just make that our confession, God. We, we are amazed by you. We want to grow in a greater degree of amazement. Father, I ask, Lord, that it would not be uh, a token prayer tonight, but, Lord, that fascination, amazement, awe, wonder would increase in the heart of DSM. God, you've called us to reach our city. You've called us to be your children. And we want, Lord Jesus, to live in constant amazement, constant awe. God, we want to reflect love for you all over everywhere we go. So let this be true. Let it not be, we don't want to sing lies, God. We want to sing truths. We want to declare things that are happening inside of our hearts. We love you, Jesus. And everybody said amen. 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 When I was in college, uh, my favorite place was Starbucks, but there wasn't a Starbucks when I was in college. There was a Starbucks cafe in a Barnes and Noble. And uh, so my favorite place to go was this little Starbucks cafe in Barnes and Noble. And uh, they just kind of, it was a Barnes and Noble cafe, but they served s- Starbucks coffee, and it was, it was, it was this great place, and there's this, this, anybody ever seen the, 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 the all the magazines that t- are at, at a Barnes and Noble, like, like a billion magazines, like there's a whole wall, are you, if, oh, come on, if you have, raise your hand, let me see, you know what I'm talking about, all right, so the intriguing thing is that there's subjects that you could, I mean, you didn't even know people cared about, like you can go and you can see a whole section or a whole, or whole magazines on Cars, muscle cars, dudes like cars, and there's like, or you could do trucks, you could do motorcycles, and, the, and someone who picks up that 
that magazine, they've got like major details. They're into whatever they're reading. They know all about the engine, the style, how fast it goes. And they, and they can, the, when you talk to them, they'll be like, bro, dude, kind of like Jared, bro. I'm, are you, I, I, can you believe how fast this is or what kind of engine this is or how, that kind of thing? And you're sitting there, or at least in my case, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I have no, I don't, I don't even know anything about it to have any amazement to even understand why that's amazing. And so you kind of fake it and smile. Or there's every kind of every kind of topic. You could, there's magazines on fitness. People study, read stats, and someone who never knows the details would never be amazed by it. But someone else who knows the details reads the magazine is really into it. It could be weightlifting. It could be you know some degree something about fitness or some people about celebrity magazines. Can you believe so-and-so is like dating so-and-so? And I'm like, who is so-and-so? You know, and, and they're really into that subject. I mean, they can, I mean, I, I sit on the airplanes a lot some, and I see people reading magazines and I don't even know that that subject is interesting and they're moved by it. I mean, the whole time, really into it, can have conversation about it, no specifics about it. You could talk that way with money, Money magazines, finance magazines, travel magazines. I mean, people that are really into a certain island, a certain part of the country, a certain part of the world. And they know a lot and they're kind of intrigued by different things. And it's amazing to them because they have such a degree of interest and they've studied it and they know it. It, it, You can go on and on with this illustration. I mean, with, you know, anything. I mean, people into like... Hobbit conventions. I mean, that's like there's, I mean, you, you could go, there's a lot of stuff. Gun magazines, fashion magazine, runners magazines. People really into running. Any runners in the house? A couple runners, three runners. Okay, four. All right, just Diego. All right. Camping magazines. Tyrell would be into like chicken wing magazines. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Any kind of sport. I mean, it's just... And when, when, when someone who's really into that thing picks that up, I mean, they, someone who knows it and studies it, it, there's something exciting for that topic, you know? For college football or for... Carter would be into, like, the Camera Mac magazine, you know? Like, the guy with the hoodie, you know, and the skinny jeans, cool guy, glasses magazine with the Mac Apple on it with a Apple TV for sale. You know, like, just, I mean, you know, pick whoever you are, you know, Lawrence would be into the cool guy, soldier mag. I mean, I don't know what it is, but you, you pick, figure out who, you know what I'm talking about. And, and the intriguing thing is, is that for that person, it, it's, it's very easy to allow wonder and awe over that thing, why? Because you know, you, you know information on it. You've read it. You've studied it. An NBA magazine, a Miami Heat have lost five in a row magazine, you know? I mean, right, right Augustine? I mean, that's what I'm talking about. We're family. It's okay. We can, we, we can comfort each other. The Bible says he'll wipe away every tear, but we won't. We'll make fun of you. So, but you know what I'm saying, all right? It's that idea. It's very easy for us when it comes to something that we're really into, Golf magazine, you get the picture. Here's the idea. For many people, there's a topic, there's a subject, there's something that, man, that piece, that's exciting to them. And when it comes to God, 
They're like, oh, God is boring. Worship is boring. Prayer, boring. And, and yet, there's a basic principle, a basic idea, and that is this, that whatever you behold, you will become amazed with. You will start to develop desire for. So if you behold all the details of motorcycles and how fast they go and all the stuff on motorcycles over time, you read it, you study it, you think about it, you will start to care about that. If it's television programs, if it's movies, if it's golf, pick your subject, Southern Better Homes Living, whatever, you know, pick your subject. But what you behold, what you put in front of your eyes, over time you develop amazement for Jesus said in Matthew 6, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Whatever you look at, whatever you stare at, that will begin to matter to you. Whatever you think upon, whatever you dwell upon. So the big myth, I believe, the big thing that the enemy wants to do and the, the enemy wants you to believe that prayer is boring, knowing God is boring, that God is not that exciting, and the battle over your heart, the affection of your heart. Even this song that Jared was singing, Lord, I'm amazed by you, that he wrote, Lord, I'm amazed by you, how you love me. I'm in awe. Why? Did you hear the story? I don't know if you caught it in the interview. He said, when I thought about it, when I began to get the backstory, when I began to realize you dance over me while I'm unaware. I'm unaware. I'm not even aware of what's going on. You created the heavens and the earth. You loved me. You knew me before the foundations of the world. I mean, you knew me while, you know, Psalm 139, you, you knew me when I was in my mother's womb. You've, you've loved me before I ever even knew about you. There's a story going on that's far, that is far beyond what I can understand and so what's going on here as we sing that song is, wow, I'm, 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 I'm amazed at who you are. I'm amazed how you love me. I'm amazed with God. And the way that you become amazed with God is you behold him. You behold him. You've got to get, it's the same way. It's the same way you become amazed with anything else. You get excited about anything else. A few years ago, I had no idea what fantasy football was. No idea. No clue. You could have asked me, and I would have been like, uh, what are you talking about? In fact, I had a staff member that was trying to get me into it, and I was like, what are you talking about? I, like, what is that? Then Tyrell and Justin dragged me into a fantasy football league. And you know what? Over time, whatever you start to behold, you start to care about, suddenly I kind of got into it. All right? It's like that in whatever. Here's the in, what, in whatever subject. That principle, lock in with me, that principle for you, in the way that you worship, in the way that you pray, in the way that you study scriptures, it is possible for your human heart, your heart, to come alive in amazement if you put God in front of your eyes. If you put God in front of you. Whatever you behold, you will in time become amazed by, moved by, fascinated with. I just want to read 
a few verses out of Matthew. This is where people are amazed with God, with Jesus. Matthew chapter 7, verse 28. When Jesus, this is Jesus preaching. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were, what's that word? Amazed at his teaching. So Jesus is preaching. You're sitting there. You're listening. Jesus talks or God talks. God is speaking. And when God finishes talking, they go amazed. Wow. In Matthew chapter 8, we read the story of where Jesus calms the storm. And when Jesus fin- calms the storm, once he does a miracle, they see God at work. Verse 27 says, the men were, what's that word? Let's try it again. The men were, and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Who is this? So when I hear God there's amazement. When I see God do a miracle, there's amazement. Matthew chapter 9, Jesus drives out demons. Verse 33, it says, and when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was, what was that word? The crowd was amazed and said, nothing like this has ever happened before in Israel. Matthew 13, Jesus is teaching in the synagogue. And it says in verse 54, coming to his hometown, he began teaching the people in the synagogue and they were, where did this man get the wisdom and these miracle powers? They asked, where did he get these miraculous powers? Who is this one? When they saw him, they heard him, they watched him. Matthew 15, 31, the people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the cripple made well, the lame walking and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Matthew 21, 18, this is kind of a crazy one. Listen to this, early in the morning as he was on his way back to the city, that's Jesus, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, Jesus, he, he went up to it but found nothing on it except for leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again and immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were, uh, James, did Let's make sure that Jesus gets breakfast because we don't want Jesus cursing one of us. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Jesus right here, look at it. May you never bear fruit again. Tree dies. If that would have been me, I would have been amazed too. Like, aye, 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 this guy really is God. (laughs) Poor tree. Matthew 22, 15. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know you're a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, which I just love that. Jesus, knowing their evil intent. I kind of picture Jesus kind of like a, hmm, you know. You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying taxes. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, whose portrait is on this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, give to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God's. And when they heard this, they were. They heard this. When Jesus had this kind of wisdom, when they were around Jesus, people that got around Jesus became amazed. 
When you get around Jesus and he's got wisdom, you're amazed. And he's blowing your mind by his response because his response is so much wiser than you could ever fathom. When you see Jesus calm the storm, you're amazed. When you, see, when you hear Jesus teach, you're amazed. When you see Jesus' compassion, you're amazed. When you get around Jesus, the response is, I'm amazed. I am amazed. And you know what's interesting is that in our generation, the, 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 the temptation is to not be around Jesus and just be a cynic. And the evidence that you've got no God activity in your heart, no God activity in your life, you don't have God before your eyes, is because, well, I'm questioning this, I'm irritated by this, I'm hurt by this. Whereas the person who puts Jesus in front of their eyes, who prays, seeks God, worships, declares how great he is, they can go through good days or bad days, difficult storms, hard things, and they've got a sense of amazement. They've got a sense of Jesus is with me. They, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he is with me. They're the ones who are like, hey, they can go through anything, and they seem to continue to grow in love for God. And then the rebuttal, the people who aren't around Jesus, they come back with, well, that person is just that way. It's their personality. Wrong. Wrong. The nature of a disciple is that someone who's with Jesus, who's got Jesus in front of their eyes. They watch Jesus. Jesus does stuff. They listen to Jesus. They write down what Jesus is saying. And a disciple can go through any circumstance and the lens by which they see is they become more and more and more amazed with God over time. They become more and more amazed. You get, around, you get around men and women of God that are in their 70s and they've sought God for 50 years and they could have a disease and they're going, I trust in you. I'm amazed by God's faithfulness. And you're going, I can't understand how you could talk that way. And they're going, no, I see things differently than you do. The reality is, is that when you get around a high school kid who's got encountering God, they've, it doesn't matter what circumstance they're going through. And many who are the cynics who aren't close to Jesus, they're like, well, maybe you're naive. Well, maybe you don't understand all the variables involved. Maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe you're not so bright. And the person who's the disciple, they're going, no, 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 no. I just know, I know who my God is, and I know he does miracles, and I know he's awesome, and I know he exists in glory, and I know that he's got his word alive in my heart, and I know that the Holy Spirit is working through me and changing me and transforming me, and as I behold him, I become like him. And they can go through circumstance and grow in amazement and wonder and awe. And, I, and even when they can't see what God is doing, they've got a heart alive and they're amazed and they're trusting in God. Listen, friends. Trying near to the heart of God, letting God speak his love over you will move you and you will be amazed. Getting close to Jesus, listening to his words, reading what he says in the gospels, studying how he works. You will be amazed. Starting to try to say, okay, God, what are you doing? What are you doing in my heart? What are you doing? Lord God, speak to me. You can grow in being amazed at God. And when we read through Matthew, there's over and over and over again, there's a wow, a whoa, a wow, it's worship, it's a aha, it's, it's God is big, God is awesome. It's a God is working, it's God is amazing. And I know your temptation to live in the mundane routine of homework, the mundane routine of Living around people who are not talking about Jesus. 
is to categorize it, count it, discount it. But friends, there is. There, it's, it's pretty amazing when you get around people that are putting Jesus before their eyes over and over again. And so they're studying what Jesus wants to do through the subject of fasting. And so they become teenagers that fast. Or what, how God works through prayer. And so they, they, they look at it and they behold it and they ask God to, and prayer becomes a big deal to them. Or worship. And all of a sudden, you can't get the earbuds out of their ears because they're always wanting to listen to worship on their iPod. And there's a sense of a God story going on and a wonder and an awe. And isn't he excellent? Isn't he awesome? Isn't he magnificent? I know, I know the secret of how we to live in amazement. It is not to have the perfect life. It is not to have everything go your way. It is to get God in front of your eyes. Get Jesus in front of your face. Spend time. Time, real time. I know you like to say, well, I don't have time. No, you do have time. We all have time. It's the one thing we all have. Not many people have money, but we all have time. It's the one thing that you do have. You do have time, and it's your most treasured commodity in growing in amazement. And you have it. Yes, you do have it. No, man, I'm, I'm too busy. No, no, no. You. You make time for what you care about. You do have time. And if you will take time, If you'll take time, put God before your eyes. I'm not talking, you will not be amazed when you sing, Lord, I'm amazed by you. And you have spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, filling your eyes and your heart with so many other loves. Then, when you, filling it with movies, filling it with um, Recreation with all kinds of stuff. And you come in here and you're, it's just like clutter. It's just mostly what you have in your heart and your mind. And you come in here and you sing, Lord, I'm amazed. It's really hard to have amazement because truth be told, you've been amazed by everything but Jesus during the week. But if you will take time each day, God, look at my heart. I want to see you. And I would encourage you, take, take verses that actually talk about beholding God, where it says that um, we become like what we behold in 2 Corinthians 3.18. You know, we're transformed into the image of God as we behold him. Or in Psalm 27.4, where it says that the one thing I want is to see your beauty, to see God. It's the one thing that I desire. Or open my eyes to see marvelous things in your word. Take verses and pray verses about seeing God. I mean, actually pray verses, God, I want to see you. And here's where it will open up. You'll start, to see, you'll start to enjoy the Bible more because you'll start to see God in the scriptures. You'll start to see what God is doing. Does that make sense? Like things will jump, it'll be like, wow, this is true. And that's true about God. And 
a, a second place where you'll start to see it is uh, you'll start to see God's activity in your life, like what God is doing, like how God is using you, what God is saying. So God, and, and, and what's amazing is, you know, when, it, when one of you comes and tells me, I prayed and I asked God to show me what he's doing, and now I see how God was using me to uh, serve so-and-so or to help so-and-so or to help so-and-so know about Jesus or whatever. And God was working the whole time. And when you have that sense of God is at work, there's that little degree of amazement going on in your heart. When we come before Jesus, we want to come before him. And when we sing, Lord, I'm amazed by you, we want to not sing lies. We don't want to look at Jesus, have no amazement in our heart, echo back something that Jared wrote years ago, and be looking at God saying something that's not true. Lord, I'm amazed by you, and yet I'm not even thinking about you as my mouth says it. Ah! Can you imagine standing before God with that? I mean, I just want you to think about that. No, we want to come before God and sing the truth. Lord, I'm amazed by you. And I really am. I've really been seeking you. I really do love you. I'm after you. See, when we behold God, a whole, a what, who God is, what he's doing starts to open up to us. And it's like, it's like a whole other world. How many of you guys have watched any of the uh, C.S. Lewis, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe movies? Any of these? You know the fundamental premise of what C.S. Lewis was saying where four kids, four young people live in a normal world, go into a wardrobe and a whole new world filled with color where they are kings and queens opens up, right? And it's, it's a world where they have weapons, where they are a big deal, where they're friends with Aslan who runs the place where there's a witch that's trying to crush them. Are you with me? And they enter into a whole new world filled with far more adventure and excitement. Listen, that's the idea of Christianity, that when we open up our hearts to see who Jesus is, what C.S. Lewis is, the, the, the whole picture he's trying to get across is you as a young person. Living without that reality, your life feels boring and humdrum. But you go through that wardrobe and you realize who's the king and who's the enemy. And that God is at work and that you play a very real role. And that he is awesome. Rawr. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, when you realize, wow, he really is big and amazing. And he really does have something for me to do and to be. It changes everything. The greatest thing we could do when we come before God and sing this song is let this be something that's alive in our hearts because day after day we're growing in amazement. Wow, God is awesome. Wow, God is at work in, within DSM. Wow, God loves me. God amazed me with that one yet again today. Tell me how much you love me. I, t- I encourage you, friends. I'm, I'm not kidding. I, when you spend your time alone with Jesus, you're like, how do I start? How do I start my time alone with God? Here, 
start off. God, tell me how much you love me again. Nice. God, remind me how much you love me. Rock on. God, speak to me how much you delight in me. Cool. What's up now? Listen, that will cause you to grow in wonder and amazement because you'll go, how could the God of the ages love me like that? You will grow in love for God if that gets in you. That becomes who you are. I want to pray for you tonight that all of us as a DSM family, that we would grow in just being amazed with God, who he is, what he's doing, how much he loves us. We stand to your feet. I want to invite Nico to come up here. Just stay right where you're at. Here's what I'd like to do. Um, just stay right where you're at. If tonight, I'm not going to make you come forward or do anything, but you go, I am existing on planet Earth with very little amazement toward God in my heart. And I want to grow in amazement as a son, as a daughter. I want to be amazed with God. I want the story in Matthew where the disciples over and over again were amazed, where the crowds were amazed. I want to be amazed right now. I'm living on a little bit, if any, and I want a full tank of amazement. I want more amazement with God. If that's you, will you just raise your hand and keep it high? Raise it high. Raise it high. I love some of you dudes with two hands. That's cool. Here we go. Holy Spirit, with hands raised, we say we we want to be amazed by you. God, we want to grow in love for you. God, we don't want to walk through our days with our eyes mostly on ourselves and our circumstance and our fears and our pain and our hurt. We want to live amazed by you and let you transform our hearts to where we're thankful and we're amazed how you're helping us. We're amazed how you're healing us. We're amazed how you love us. We're amazed how you're changing us. We're amazed how you're using us. We're amazed with who you are. We're amazed with what you're doing. We're amazed with God. Tonight, Lord Jesus, would you cause us as a DSM family to grow in amazement. Let it be who we are. Amazed. Undone. Struck. Losing our breath with the grandeur of God. Excellence of who you are. We love you, Jesus. And over time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart. They've got passion for God. They're leading intercession on their schools. They're set apart, consecrated under God. And they've got a vision and a mission for their life.